0: Everyone And welcome to another episode of Taco a Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. You don't need to change anything to deserve love and acceptance. You just need to start giving yourself more validation. This is a topic that hits pretty darn close to home for me because... For as long as I can remember, cheering myself on and totally accepting myself as I am without the pressure of trying to fit in or just be accepted by others, it's something I've always struggled with. And I'll share a little bit more of my story and what led to the topic of this week. But first, let's go ahead and talk the taco of the week Y'all, I'm not going to lie. I thought I was going to eat my entire crock pot worth of taco meat that I created for this. It was so good, which makes me super thrilled that I get to have it as meal prep for the rest of this week. So it's easy to make. You can use it for meal prep, and it's designed as a breakfast taco. So you get to start your day off with the best kind of meal of the day from my perspective. It is a short rib hash taco super delicious. Again, you can go to the show notes and grab the recipe from there. And while you're there, if you haven't done this already, remember that it is the season of giving and not only just giving to yourself, but also giving to others. The gift of healthy, delicious tacos and conversations about life. The recipe book for 2021 is out and the reviews on it have been insane. So if you have yet to purchase it, it's only $15. You can share it with as many people as you would like, just give the gift of tacos. I promise no one will be upset about it. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the topic of this week, which, like I prefaced the show with, this is something that I have been dealing with for as long as I can remember. Not only have I been trying to fit in and feel accepted and loved by others, but more importantly, I've been trying to do that for myself. And tapping into the habit of cheering for myself has been one that I've struggled with for, gosh, since I started school. And I think everyone, to a standpoint, has struggled with this. You know, we have this really deep desire. It's a fundamental human need to be loved and accepted and wanted by others. And the moment that peer pressure and judgment and approval starts to come into our lives, man, does it shake some things up. And it shook some things up for me when You know, I have a really good set of parents, an incredible set of parents that taught me how to work really hard for what it was that I wanted. But unfortunately, not everyone is graced with that, and I recognize that. But I didn't always recognize that when I was younger. And so growing up throughout school, I was always that girl who wanted to get the straight A's and the 4.0 GPA and, you know, to learn everything that I could. And I just worked really hard. And unfortunately, just some of the other people that I was surrounded by didn't share those same morals and values, which is fine. But when you go to a school that's like you grow up with the same 20 kids over seven plus years, (laughs) it gets saucy really quickly. And um, I wasn't always supported by those people just to keep it short. And so through all those years, I had to battle that stress of wanting to be accepted and trying to fit in. And because of that, I started to dim my light a little bit and not the light of being successful, like success and work ethic was something that was drilled into me, whether people liked it or not. But I dimmed my light in really identifying at that age who I was and sticking with it and how that turned out over time was I ended up, you know, going through high school, feeling the same way, same throughout college. And before you knew it, I'm entering my professional life as a 23, 24-year-old um, corporate career woman. And I started to find myself falling into those habits with people that, you know, would go out late at night on a work night and booze and happy hour and do all the things. And I found myself in some really not so great situations that I am not proud of, but on top of that, I found myself in a toxic relationship with the man who made me a complete monster. And that is a story that you all know of, of. That was kind of the catalyst that got me to wake the heck up and to start this journey of pouring into myself again and self-love. But really, the pivotal point that got me to that was you know, I was in this toxic relationship because I was afraid of being alone. And I think a lot of us have that same fear of being alone, not being in a relationship, not having a ton of friends that if we don't have those things that we're a failure. And so I felt the same way, which is why I stayed in this relationship for over a year. And it just, it tore me apart. And there was this moment where I was uh, in the dressing room. And we were trying on bridesmaid dresses for my best friend's wedding. And there was this moment where, you know, I was asking for as many sizes as possible. It just kept going up and up and up. And my heart just started to hurt for very different reasons. But there was a moment where I was sitting in the dressing room and I finally looked up into the mirror and I met eyes for myself for the very first time in a really long time. And I just sat there and I looked at myself and I couldn't really recognize the person looking back at me. But there was still someone in there. <laughs> there was something in there in my eyes that I saw that I was like, you deserve better than this. You are so much better than this. Where did you go, Kayla? And it was such a powerful moment. And I remember just getting emotional and I tried to obviously not have this huge breakdown like my, my good friends are outside. It was, it was quite the, the circumstance. But I just sat there and I was like, I don't know what it is that I need to do but this is my wake up call and I'm going to start treating myself better. And I don't 100% know what that looks like yet or how I'm going to get there, but I just need to start feeling better. And so it was that moment after where I had that moment of impact and we went out to eat and I started eating healthier and I just had this drive. It was insane. And it was an Till, oh gosh, maybe a few weeks after that I decided, you know what, see you later, dude. I, I I, dumped that dude who made me a monster and I just started going on this rampage. And before you know it, 75 pounds fell off. <laughs> I shouldn't just say that they fell off. I went through a lot of learning and ups and downs to get to that point. But the point being is now standing here a couple years later, as I look at that moment in the mirror as one of the most pivotal moments of my life. And a couple years later, here I am reading the book, The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins. And I knew when I picked up this book that it was going to hit some heartstrings and man, has it hit some heartstrings. But what it allowed for me to do again was to really start tapping into that habit of cheering myself on again by looking myself in the mirror that same way that I looked at myself in the mirror all those years ago and giving myself a high vibe, validating myself for who I am now and all it is that I'm becoming. And it's become the best few minutes of my day, the best way to start my day, and it made me so empowered to come in here and talk about not just my story leading up to the topic this week, but the topic of just how freaking important it is to cheer yourself on, and I think through this story, right, and you all, most of you, know what has come from that. I have been able to completely transform my mind and my body and my spirit and my energy into this joyous person. I have been able to leave my corporate career, which I thought you could only be successful if you make six figures and you're in a corporate career climbing the ladder. No, I gave that all up and I shouldn't say gave that all up, but I traded that in to go and do one of the scariest things that I've ever done in my life, which is to build a business from the ground up because I was so passionate about sharing my story and helping people find themselves again through health and wellness habits like it has been One heck of a last few years. And from that, I've been able to create this show, which then has created this podcast, which then created this recipe book, which now I have this thriving business and a mindset course like, guys, I just still like I'm emotional sitting here recording this like I am still blown away by the life that I have created. And I'm no different than anyone else. I just had that one moment in the mirror where I finally got through to myself and I started to cheer myself on again. And so I wanted to talk to you today just not only about the importance, which, again, I think that you all see the importance now of cheering yourself on and creating habits in your life that build that, but just specific ways. If you find yourself a little stuck, specific ways that you can start cheering yourself on today. So with that, I have five ways that you can start cheering yourself on. And they're specific, but just vague enough for you to add your own personal spin to them. So if you hear something today and you feel pulled to it, make it your own, right? Adapt it to where you're at in your journey and in your life and the goals that you have. That's my biggest recommendation. But the first one is waking up when the alarm rings in the morning. And this is something that I actually saw on Mel Robbins' on her Instagram page the other day. And underneath that, she put, you set the alarm as a promise to yourself the night before. When you wake up, keep it. And I find it so ironic because last week I just talked about how to find true fulfillment in your life, which is keeping your promises to yourself. It's those little things like setting the alarm and actually waking up and not pressing snooze that allows for you to start your day off with a win to build that discipline, to keep that promise to yourself. And so when you look back at your day, or even when you start your day off like that, you're starting off with so much momentum to go out there and attack it for you. It is just insane what comes from such small promises in the morning of being kept. And so I think that that's such an easy one to start to work up to. And this isn't saying that you gotta wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning. This is when your alarm goes off at 6 a.m., Honor that promise to yourself. Use her five second rule, five, four, three, two, one, and shoot yourself out of bed and just start walking around. Like, do what it takes to keep that promise to yourself. Because when you keep that promise to yourself, oh my gosh, not only are you going to build insane habits, but you are going to really find that sense of fulfillment that I talked about last week. The next one is spending time each day on something that matters to you. This is something that I think everyone can take a little piece or part of, because I really feel that we've started to operate from a business plan rather than from our life plan, that we have started to put our working priorities over our life priorities because we look at it as, oh, well, working is my vehicle to get to where it is that I I want to get to in life. And I totally agree with that, right? Working gives us the money to pay the bills, to go on the trips, to create the life that we want. I totally agree with that. But if we don't understand what's important to us in our life first, which is those little cozy mornings, those times spent being present with yourself, with your family, with your friends, those magical moments of where you just do something and you're in your creative flow and it gives you that energy and joy and momentum to keep going, it doesn't matter how good or talented you are, how much of a work ethic that you have. It doesn't matter. You will never reach your true potential. And I believe that because I am living proof of that. I was working 60 plus hours a week, overweight, in a toxic relationship, hitting a wall for a couple of years. And it's funny when I started to work on myself and I started to give myself that love again and cheer myself on through eating a little bit better to feel a little bit better. Guess what? I started getting more promotions. I started making $120,000 a year. I got like a $50,000 raise <laughs> within a year's time frame, y'all. I kid you not. And I don't say that to boast, but I say that as a walking example of so many of us are like, I got to put in the extra time. I got to give it everything that it is. And you turn into this workaholic and you sacrifice what life is. You don't actually live. <laughs> And so take time every single day to spend it doing something that you love, whether it's five, 10, 15 minutes. If you have the gift of giving yourself an hour, good golly, go do it. But just give yourself that time because you deserve it. And along those same lines is, do something every day to build discipline. People think that I work out to be skinny. People think that I work out to be strong. People think that I work out so that I can do really well on Ninja Warrior courses. Yes, those reasons are true besides maybe the skinny one. I could honestly, you guys, I used to care what I looked like. I I really did. Like that used to be my main driving factor behind wanting to get back into shape was looking better in the mirror. (laughs) That is long gone. Now it's definitely about how I feel, but it's not just about how I feel. It's about discipline. Discipline is the best form of self-care. That's why I do it. Because I know if I could show it for 10 or 20 minutes a day and just give it my all and stick to something consistently over time, I can show myself what I'm capable of. And I can watch the compound effect in effect. (laughs) And what that does for my mindset that therefore transfer out into so many other parts of my life That is the reason why I feel like I'm successful is because I've spent the time every single day doing something that builds discipline. And this doesn't have to be working out for you. That's just an example because I'm a health coach. It can be something as simple as making your bed, as having your morning tea and reading a book, whatever it is, do something that builds discipline and give yourself the best form of self-care that there is. The next way to cheer yourself on is to take things off your plate. And man, does this mean so many things. (laughs) But whatever it was that popped into your mind when you heard that, that's the thing that you need to start doing. This can look like I said so many different things. For me, it's delegating. Because Lord knows I try to take on way too much, not only because I enjoy it, but also just, I'll be honest, sometimes I have some trust issues of things getting done correctly. So the best way that I can show myself some love is by taking some things off my plate, giving them to other people that would thrive in those areas, and then freeing myself up for the things that matter so I can do some of those other things like the things that I love or the things that I'm really good at, right? Right it gives me so much more time to be the best version of me. For some of you that might be looking like you need to get yourself a dang coach because you're trying so hard to do everything on your own or you're so good at saying I can do this by myself. Well, guess what? Sometimes you not only you not only can, but you shouldn't have to. Taking things off your plate means that like sometimes you shouldn't have to handle the problems in your life or the things that you're going through alone. That you shouldn't try and take this journey, take this road by yourself. Taking things off your plate means by asking for help. It also means saying no to the things that definitely don't serve you. So what is it that you can take off your plate right now to show yourself a little bit of extra love today? And the last way that you can cheer for yourself today is trust affirmations. I think that trust affirmations are the best way to close out your day, whether it's work, whether it's just your day in general. Trust affirmations has been something that I've added to my life recently, and especially as someone who works from home and always has a mind that's like go, 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 and just like struggles to shut things off, and also just quite honestly struggles to be like, did I do enough today? Like, ha- have I served enough people, etc. Trust affirmations allows for me to close the book on the day and to start being completely present in what I'm doing, which is recharging and relaxing so I can come back better the next day. I think so many of us struggle with this idea of worth and are we enough and are we doing enough that ending your day with the trust of, I trust that the way that I showed up today, that I did everything that I could, whatever those affirmations are for you, I think that that's such a powerful way to end your day, to really give yourself and your mind the ability to start to recharge and relax for you to, again, show up that bad arse (laughs) person that you want to show up as tomorrow. So to wrap up the show for today, I just want to leave you with this, that when you start to cheer yourself on, you start to alter those bad habits that we've built over time. And when you start to alter those habits and those beliefs because of it, You start to take more empowered action in your life. And as you know, when you start to take more action, you more than likely start to create progress. And we all know that progress is happiness in our life, which again, according to last week's episode, true fulfillment is the number one goal. So if right now you are struggling to cheer for yourself, remember, as you heard from my story from the beginning, I see you, I hear you, and I can relate to you. The thing that I have started doing, and I hope that you can take this for yourself and run with it, is not only cheering myself on in these ways, but I've made the first 20 to 30 minutes of my day the best part of my day. I spend the first 20 minutes of my day doing a workout that makes me feel like, I don't know, like I'm just on fire. It totally flipped and reversed that that perception for me that I had to work out for several hours a day to get the results that I wanted. And now I'm just spending 20 minutes going all in on me and in a blink of an eye, it's over. And then I look up towards the mirror and I give myself a big old high five and I sit down and I read my book and I fill my my mind with positive words and all it took was 30 minutes to do that. And I notice that I'm less tired throughout the day. I don't hit that like afternoon wall. I don't go into the day thinking, like, oh, this is never going to happen for me. This isn't going to work. Like, yes, those doubts will still come inevitably throughout the day, but I'm not fixated on them because I'm so busy, uh, like, just riding that wave of positive momentum that, like, I just start to kind of go over them like they're little mini speed bumps. And so if you feel like you need something like that, I know the power of accountability and community, and that's actually something that I'm focusing on, not only through the month of December, knowing that it's crazy holiday times, but really kicking off the year with that. So if that is something that you're like, hey, I need to raise the white flag here, I just need something like that to look forward to, please just contact me via email, which is also in the show notes, or you could always reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you spend the most time. Thank you so much. For showing up for you today. And I hope that you take the time right now to get up from your seat, go straight to wherever the nearest mirror is, look yourself in the eye, and give yourself one big ol' high five because you deserve it. And everything that you need is already within you. I'll see you next week for another episode of Taco About It Tuesday. See you then.